Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays, hashtag TT. My name is Natasha Brown and I'm so proud to announce episode 3 of season 3. Um, this episode is called My Golden Ticket. Thank you so much to everyone who tunes in every single week. We are so happy to have you here again. Um, also, just a quick Reminder, we are only tuning episodes every two weeks until I finish my course at university. So please bear with me. And I really do hope that you enjoy this episode. The anchor scripture for this episode is John chapter three, verse 19. I might also read on to 20 to really allow us to understand the power in this verse. And it reads, this is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Amen. Now, this is a very, very powerful scripture because I think it links to us in our everyday lives, you know. We sin and we tend to hide our sins how many of us have opened up truly about the things in which we do at night or the things in which we do in our own time a lot of us tend to hide away and we tend to keep things a secret and the enemy he likes to keep us in a loop you know everything done in darkness is never from god you know and the enemy he wants you to think that god will never forgive you for your sins but what's amazing is that God already knows what you are doing. So there's literally, there is no reason why you should be afraid of opening up to God and telling him, God, I have sinned, I've done this, I've done that. Because he knows already. He just wants you to be honest. If no one knows about our sins, we will just continue to commit those sins every day, every night, because there's nobody who will tell us to stop, right? And that's why a lot of us don't tell people, because we know that if people know, we are held accountable and we now have to stop. So by people not knowing, it just keeps us continuing to sin day in and day out. And that is what the enemy wants. He wants you to feel shame about what you've done. He wants to keep you there because he knows that once you are there, you will continue to sin and no one will know, but he will continue to chip away at every aspect of your life. Because sin invites in all kinds of things. It opens doors that are not from God. And that's what the enemy likes to keep you in that place of darkness. He likes to keep you in that place of, in that secret place that God does not want you in. He wants you amongst other people. People who are able to, to help you out of this. 
You're not alone. Other people are going through the exact same thing. But your duty right now is to open up about it. Speak to someone. Get someone who you're able to be accountable to. Because they will continue to nag at you until you're able to learn. You know what? This is not from God. And this is not adding anything to your life. But it's taken from you. It's taken from you every time you do this one act. I know it's hard and I know that it's hard because of the things that happened to you as a child or the things that have been going on in your life. It's hard, but it's not impossible. You just need to seek help. Everything that comes into the light gives you an opportunity to really expose yourself. You know, it, it gives you an opportunity to be transparent about what is happening and actually really asking for help. I feel like a lot of people don't ask for help because they're afraid of being judged. They're afraid of people seeing them in a new light. However, the Bible talks about how we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. We have all sinned. None of us here are perfect, regardless of how small or how big your sin is. None of us are perfect. And that's why it's important to be in church, because obviously church is the people. We are a community. You know, it's to enable us to have a person who we're able to be accountable to, a person who we're able to open up to, a person who we're able to seek guidance from. You know, we weren't place on this earth by ourselves you know we need people we need people to help us to edify us to comfort us and the church is the best place to have that so i hope this episode encourages you that regardless of the sins in which you've committed ask god for mercy and ask god for help have mercy on me have mercy help me lord jesus that is what we need to do like god shows up at the right time even when you're about to be crucified, even when you're about to drown or die, even when things look so bad, God is always on time. You just need to open your mouth and ask for mercy. Another really important thing that we need to really understand is that when we're in darkness, when we're in sin, when we're doing things that we aren't supposed to do, we cannot see clearly. We cannot think clearly because obviously everything's dark, right? But the moment we are exposed and we're placed in the light, that is when you truly understand why your actions are wrong. Many of the times we sin and we don't even know. And that's why it's important to continue to read your Bible because the Bible is the plainest text you'll ever read. It exposes you, it pierces your heart, it speaks to you, it will tell you what you were doing wrong. So again, without further ado, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and let's get into it. So, tell us, Serge, how are you and what is your testimony? So, my name is Serge. Um, I was born in Latvia. I came to London when I was two years old. Um, I work in a hospital at the moment, currently. And, um, yeah, this is my testimony. So, I grew up in a pretty religious household. Went to church every Sunday. Um, You know, really wanted to find out who God is and um really wanted to um seek the approval almost of my parents you know by going to church in the essence uh, yeah growing up my didn't have the greatest childhood i had um quite a lot of emotional even physical abuse from my parents especially my father um spent a lot of time in prison and just praying to god even as Growing up, I was like, I felt that safety. I felt that um, support, that protection. And um, as I got older, um, my parents split up. I was living just with my sister and my mom. And um, 
I was hitting like my teenage years and um, I started going further away from God. I got baptized when I was 15 years old, right? But I never really understood what I was actually doing. I had a lot of hidden sin, basically, that um, I didn't want to show people or anyone because I didn't want to be judged. One thing that I had was my sexuality. I was bisexual, so I was attracted to both sexes. And um, I thought, okay, if I'm like this, then how is there even a God? Like, why am I feeling all these feelings, not really understanding what is going on? Um, And so I kind of just lived a double life, wore a mask for my mom, wore a mask at church, and then wore a different mask at school, and just got used to pleasing people just so that I can get um, approval, just so I can be accepted, basically. Um, Always, like, had this kindness that was undisciplined which kind of led to sentimentality which kind of just yeah wasn't very helpful but I was thinking I was doing the right thing so I was like yeah cool I'm doing the right thing going to church and then knowing the things that I'm doing is wrong like um, even pornography and just listening to music that is just worldly and just being attracted to it but thinking i shouldn't be doing this because god tells me i shouldn't the bible tells me i shouldn't but then asking for forgiveness at church using it like a golden ticket to get away with almost what i was doing you know finding an excuse almost um i was using god's grace i was using god's mercy not an understanding what it even is really and truly um because I didn't really see the damage of what sin is. It, it just tasted good to me, right? And um, after a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm done being a hypocrite. I'm, I'm not going to church no more. At 18, I, I fully uh, let go, went to uni, started chilling with uh, people who didn't believe in God. And uh, my faith and uh, my relationship with God just got more and more distant. I started smoking weed, and, and um, that helped me a lot. So I thought... Um, it numbed out my pain. It it made me not worry about any of my problems, any of my issues, and um, just feel like free. But really, it was a trap, and I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it for a long time. I tried alcohol, obviously drinking. Then I tried um, amphetamines. Then I tried ketamine. Then I tried mushrooms. Then I tried MDMA. Then I tried acid. First, all these stuff was so great. It was so fun. It was it was awesome. But it was just temporary pleasures and temporary happiness that I didn't really get um, until later. I'm, li- I'm living this life now for like seven years, right? I'm 25 now. And uh, I've been living this worldly lifestyle where it's like um, London culture type of thing, smoking weed, um, listening to grime and all of that. And um, not really feeling like that my heart all this time is getting harder and harder and harder you know um having impure relationships like sex before marriage thinking like getting approval from my boys basically for mistreating women um sleeping around with more than one girl cheating on girls all these things that like i thought okay i'm kind of sick for doing this you know just really getting deceived proper and then trying drugs like trying mdma coke um speed and mushrooms and lsd and it was just all feeding this emotional high that i was it was all filling these voids so i hit i hit 25 and i'm living this lifestyle now for a long time and i I just got sick of the person i was i got tired carrying the weight 
um, I, I was tired of being a hypocrite, basically, of just lying and just being selfish and arrogant, like super selfish and arrogant. Um, and I prayed to God. I, I, I pretty much lost my faith. I pretty much thought, okay, there's no such thing as God, you know. And I prayed and I asked, Lord, please give me wisdom. Please help me be a good man because I'm done being this bad man. I, I don't want to live like this anymore. Please send people into my life um, that can help me, that can show me the way because I know the way I'm living is not according to your word. And I know like if I die and if you're real, I'm going to hell for real the way I'm living my life. But I don't know a way out. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I need help. You know, like really crying out to God. And um, someone came into my life. Her name is Sade. I met her in a hospital after getting fired from my pre previous job. And Sade was like, oh, do you believe in God? And um, I was really into like the new age religion and whatnot, trying to open my third eye and da-da-da. Really, I was just messing with magic. It was witchcraft. And it's crazy. This stuff is real because... My, my last experience on acids, um, it literally convinced me that everything is an illusion, that I was God myself. It was crazy. I mean, can't go too deep into it because, yeah, let's just say I got arrested at the end of it and the police officers' faces look like goblins, look like demons on LSD. Um, and I, I literally was in a spiritual world thinking, okay, like, this is mad. Every time I look at the clock, it was the same time. And I think I'm stuck like this forever. I'm like in the, basically, when the police turned up, their demonic faces, they're like, oh, come with us, it's okay. Um, bear in mind, I just ran down the street, butt naked, um, drank half a bottle of um, whiskey, um, smoked a lot of weed. And um, that was literally the dark path that I went down from going away from God, you know, from really um, seeking God, thinking I'm, I'm free doing what I want to do. Really and truly, I was a slave. I was a slave to sin. I was a slave to sexual morality. I was a slave to um, the desires of my flesh, really. Like, that stuff controlled me proper. Like, all I could think about is this girl or that girl or the next party or the next drugs or and I was spending all my money on it I was spending all my energy on it and I was just miserable if I wasn't doing that I was so miserable so I met Sade right she introduced me to this guy called Yuri we studied the bible and um, he showed me how to seek God's you know how to really put God first and seek him with all my heart um, and I did this and there was a lot more bible studies but getting baptized at 15 I saw that I didn't actually do it according to the word of God's and uh, I never really came to the knowledge of the truth. This time, I came to the knowledge of the truth. I knew what I was doing, right? I actually repented from my sin because I knew what that sin was as well. And I'd understood how deceived I was and how damaging it was. And this time, when I really put God first and prioritized him and seeked him with my whole heart, everything changed. All the things that I struggled with from like a nine-year-old boy, I could finally have the power to rule over my sin i was like this has never happened to me before um and it's because it's god the whole time I, I was too weak i was too weak i'd given to the world i'd given to temptation i'd i didn't get it you know but love is what i was really seeking what is love is jesus sacrifice on the cross that is true love love is pain you know love is discipline god disciplines those that he loves
I completely stopped everything, all the drugs. I've, this is the longest I've ever been sober, but it's not even the drugs and the sex and all that. It's really my heart, mm-hmm. the way I think, my mind, the way I see things. Just being able to love again, just being able to have that, um, not being desensitized, basically, and to see that only God is good. The rest is just, oh. it's just evil. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow, that's a very powerful testimony. Like, so throughout hearing that, I could obviously hear the um, pain as well in your voice. Mm. It was obviously a really, really hard time for you. Now, the question that I have for you is, obviously you spoke about how it took one person, but I, I really feel like the reason why you are where you are right now is because you are actually open to it and I feel like if people are not open to God then they won't ever have him in his life you know so what advice do you have for a person who's currently having like having a hard time and they don't know how to kind of like be open to him yeah so it's like let's say I've got two different dishes of food right yeah and you've been eating this one dish of food your whole life and you kind of got used to it and it's like I'm telling you that this food here is nice. Try it. You have to come and actually try it. You can't just see and look at it. If you try it, you will see that it's good. You'll see that God's grace is good and his goodness is really good. But it's about relationship with God, you know. So it's not, it's sometimes God puts people into your life, Mm -hmm. you know, that you can speak to, that you can trust. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're afraid and you think someone ain't going to understand you, don't worry we've been there everyone can relate you know there's someone that can relate there's someone that's been through something that you've been through you know Mm -hmm. so um the longer you keep it inside the more it will grow the more it will kill you it will not just magically disappear i would just say you know if you're watching this shout me I would love to get like deeper into it. There was a lot more that happened. Mm-hmm. I would love to study the Bible with you. I'd love to be your friend, you know? Yeah, especially with like the bisexual background. I thought, okay, how is it possible? I don't get those thoughts anymore. No longer get those thoughts. And I was like, I don't want to think that thing. Why am I thinking about it? You know, because, because really it was, a, it, was, it was only a little bit of sin that it started off with that grew and grew and grew and that controlled me, you know. You spoke about how like your parents played a huge impact in how things kind of like turned out. Have you dealt with everything that happened back then? Yeah, you know, for a long time I hated my father mm-hmm. big time because I see him um, abusing my mom. I didn't really have any good memories of him. And honestly, 10 years later, I bumped into him again. And um, he's living out on the streets. He's homeless. He's still an alcoholic. And um, it just shows, man, that was the direction that I was heading. You know, all the things that we learn from our parents, whether we like it or not, we are going to get the good and the bad. That's why it's so important to go to the word of God and let our heavenly father really be our father, the one that guides us. But um, with my father, I'm, I'm, I've forgiven him in my heart. I pray that he makes it as well. You know, I pray that he can leave that life behind. I just know it's going to be hard now because it's been a lot of time, but everything is possible with God. You just have to trust him, not lean on your own understanding and mm-hmm. have faith, you know. And that faith comes from hearing a message, right? Absolutely. The message about Christ. And that's yeah. in the word of God, yeah. you know. So You spoke about how... God placed people into your life to help you. But what impact can you say 
that the Bible had on you to enable you to overcome your addictions? The Bible is what really transformed me, you know. Mm -hmm. Amen. The people that God put into my life really helped, but it was the words that really refined me, that really transformed me. Just, yeah, the Bible is so powerful. It's funny how people just move it to the side. Wow, the, the Bible is so powerful. They can speak to us in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Right, so I never even used to read. Imagine, like, literally, wow. I failed at pretty much everything in life. I failed my uni, I failed my education, I got fired from various jobs. I was so undisciplined. You don't understand, the Bible has completely changed my life. Like, yeah. the last seven months, eight months, I've understood more about myself than I've ever understood. You know, I understood exactly why I was the way I was, you know, and it's because the world made me that way mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to my Heavenly Father. When I read this, it blew my mind because I was thinking, it don't matter about people's opinion. It matters about God's opinion of me, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's one of the things that set me free. I was like, I'm going to bring everything into the light. You know, it says confess your sins to each other mm-hmm. for healing, right? Yeah. And I just saw, man, I love the world. I love my... I loved evil. I love Satan more than I, I love sin more than I loved God. Mm-hmm. That was the issue, you know. But when I hit rock bottom, when I really felt the consequences of my sins, the damage of it, that's only when, when I realized, oh, okay, man, like, this ain't great, you know. It's like you're either doing the will of God or you're doing the will of Satan, you're either God's child or you're Satan's child, you know. And I encourage so many people to do drugs. I used to sell, um, like, cues and whatnot of weed to people and thinking, like, yeah, I'm helping them. And I was doing the will of Satan. I was damaging them on the next level, like, and I could not realize the consequences for all my actions until I started reading the word of God. And it was like a mirror. It showed me exactly who I was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I want to live according to his words. You know, I, I don't want to be that guy. I started hating all those things. I will never touch that stuff again. I can't now. Yeah. Once you've seen the truth, it's like you're getting plugged out of the matrix. You can't go back. Do you know what I mean? You can't. Mm-hmm. You, you literally can't. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are actually scared to approach god because they feel like you know what i've done all these crazy things so i can't really come to him but i feel like your verse actually talks about how you know what he sees everything already so even if you are coming to him as you are you know he's not asking you to, to be perfect like he knows that all of us have sinned you know all he, he wants you to actually do is just open your heart and be open to him you know and to actually come and find him if i didn't get reached out to on um in February and if it wasn't for COVID I would have went to Amsterdam and sinned it up proper and COVID stopped that then COVID cut off all my friends that I was um, smoking weed with that would call themselves Christian but we'd still go clubbing and get licked and um, speak about girls and watch pornography and literally we'd go to church the next day still hanging a little bit like that was the type of there's one thing to call yourself a Christian. There's a whole other thing to actually live it out. You can't say, I believe, but not hold on to the teachings, right? Yeah, it's deep. It's deep. The more I dig into the world, word, the more I see the truth, you know? And 
I never thought it was possible to change. If you met me a year ago and you told me to stop smoking weed, I would have told you to go do one, basically. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. Thank you so much, Serge, for coming on to the His Word podcast. It was honestly a pleasure having you on. I'm so grateful to have been able to to hear your um, testimony and for you to really be open and transparent about your whole life and how things were for you. I really pray that anybody who's hearing this um, podcast, hearing this testimony or even playing this on YouTube, I really do hope that this helps you to um, see that in life, as a Christian, as a believer, as a non-believer, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again and taking advantage of God's love. I feel like a lot of us think that, oh yeah, I'm Christian, so it's okay because, you know, I can just ask for forgiveness and everything's fine. But that's not the case. The more you sin, the more you're taking a step in the other direction. I think it's time for us to really try and live a Christ-like life. It won't be easy, but it's working on yourself every single day. The Bible even tells us to work on ourselves daily, to carry our cross daily, to die to ourselves daily. This is a daily thing. We are human beings and it's easy for us to fall back into the um, same habits that we are accustomed to. But it's our duty to make sure that we're reading our Bibles every single day and we're reminding ourselves every single day, we're meditating on the word day and night to make sure that it sinks into our hearts, into our minds, into our actions. It's up to you. If you guys are interested in sharing your testimony on the His Word podcast, please do not hesitate to contact us on Instagram or even on our personal website, www.hisword.uk. Our Instagram is at hiswd, and we're happy to hear any testimony, big or small, anywhere in the world. We are grateful to have you. You know, testimonies are there to really encourage people to come to Christ. You know that it isn't ever too late if god was able to have mercy on you then he will also have mercy on whoever is hearing this and guys please remember his word is god's word <laughs>